Computer, initialize Holosuite. Then I regret to inform you I'll be taking a shuttle to the surface. Without your permission. Thank you for joining us on the Janeway, the Voyager podcast with my co-host, who has all the wisdom and experience of a 96-year-old, and I, oh, Suzanne Williamson, should probably mention her name, and Eileen Smart look at Voyager episodes to work out whether our favourite captain has approached things in the right way, the wrong way, or the Janeway. I'm not quite as old as a 96-year-old. But you've got the experience. I don't know how to take that. (laughs) Take it how you will. I, I'm saying that you're a promiscuous 96-year-old lady. No wonder my knees hurt. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Before we get started with the episode today, we are going to tell you that you should follow us on Twitter at the Jane underscore way. Do it. Do it now. Do it. Hit it. Punch it. Let's fly. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, no. Listeners? I'm sorry for the probable sound of my voice. I have COVID. Yay! I finally got it! It was very weird. Like, it was like having a flu cold for me that sort of was, like, over quite quickly. It went from, like, bam, you've got this. Bam, you've got a sore throat. Bam, you've got eggs. And it's all like, okay, that's done. 12 hours, that's it. Really? And now you're just tired all the time? I had a sore throat for 12 hours. And then it was like 12 hours later, now you've got aches. And then after that, it was like only 12 hours to 24 hours of aches. And it's like, now you've got a blocked nose. And then 24 hours later, that's gone. And now it's a cough. That's crazy. Mm. So realistically, all I've got is a cough now and like a slightly bunged sounding face. But I mean, I get out of isolation in eight hours as of this recording and I go to see Dr. Strange. busted out! <laughs> My memory pulse! <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's oh no no and i'm gonna go and see dr strange tonight and i'm so excited Woohoo! Mm, about fucking time so what's new with you suzanne have you had covid i i still have not would you like it no no thank you Mm. i i am trying to still keep that away from my unvaccinated four-year-old oh yeah that's fair point yeah i will say the vaccine did a good job i reckon if they could just get it for the under five group, I would be thrilled. Mm, how long until he's five? August. September? The oh, end okay, of August. August. Oh, and then he's just going to be like, happy birthday, Logan. Have a vaccine. <laughs> yeah, he's been promised an amazing Lego set for getting the vaccine. Oh, and well, not screaming his head off. If he screams oh, his head it? off, deal's over. Oh, uh-huh, I see. <laughs> What's the amazing Lego? What's it going to be? It's this one Minecraft one that he's picked out. Oh, oh that's boring. It's all Minecraft all the time. Oh, it should be like a should be like a starship. Well, the only Legos that are like starships are Star Wars. Oh, 
Yeah, because we all know how Star Trek doesn't do a very good job of marketing itself with kids' toys. Don't I know, we? I'm still waiting for my Prodigy stuff, and pro- for Prodigy to come fucking back on. Oh, Game come on, like, they've got to make the new season, haven't they? They still haven't finished the first season, showing no, it. They? No, It's been ten episodes, isn't it? No, I yeah. think so. Because they oh, split well. it up, and we saw some, and then we saw some more, and then it's been off forever. Oh, well, I'm liking Strange New Worlds. Well, I'm waiting for the whole Chakotay thing. Of course you are. Well, no, because apparently it, it's, there was like this leaked shot in some convention that, of course, I didn't go to, but people have told me about, where Janeway is replaying, Admiral Janeway is replaying her last uh, meeting with Chakotay. Oh. Apparently it was recorded, so she's watching like the holograms. I'm like, damn, they have recorders all over the ship. Well then. I'm wondering what else she's been watching of her and Chicote. Rewatching things back again. <laughs> so you like Strange New Worlds? I'm enjoying Strange New Worlds. I think it's very good. I didn't like the end of Picard again. I mean, I thought it was good ending, but it just didn't I don't understand it. It could have been the end of the series. They it should have, have just there. left it there instead of okay, we're gonna have a fan service season three. Yeah. My issue, though, with it is I don't understand how that then plays into the Borg. Because if the Borg are now nice, the Borg have been nice since 2024. Mm-hmm. So then all of this Borg stuff wouldn't have happened. This was just one faction of the Borg. Oh, is it a faction, is it? Yeah. Is that is that actual thing or is that just a retcon you've made in your head? I might have read it somewhere. <laughs> now I don't remember. Because to be honest with you, I'm like, I do not understand how this is a thing and I'm just going to pretend like it didn't exist. Yeah. And the fact that Alison Pill is not going to be in season three suggests that we're not going to be We're not going to get any anything. information. No. No. It's going to be like a whole waste of time. Oh, Geordie. Hi. No, how are you? There's no Elnor. Nothing. Is, it, is, um, is Elnor not going to be in it either? No. No. What about, I don't know, Santiago Cabrera isn't going to be in it either. he's not going to be in it either. Uh, The only ones that are moving on are Seven and Rafi. Okay. And what about Isa Briones? Nope. Because, I mean, her whole role this season's been pointless. Yeah, they underutilized her. Mm. Do you know what I think? I think they wrote season one on the fly. Mm -hmm. And then they created season two. And they're like, oh... This was okay. We did really well with this. And now they're just going into season three, which is going to be like, oh, now we're just going to have bonus for fan service. And at the end with Soong, mm-hmm. why did they have to show him bringing out a con file? I'm like, it's too late for con. Yeah, that's what I didn't understand. Wasn't con... In the 90s. Yeah. And then, like, he was unfrozen or something? They just throw threw in some weird stuff. I I really enjoyed the Will Wheaton cameo. I was like, yes, yeah, I thought that was cool, awesome. Yeah, I thought that made sense, like a little nice ending for his character. But mm-hmm. maybe he'll be part of season three. Who knows? <sighs> I just really they should have just ended it. Mm hmm. This ended it there. I yeah. agree. Anyway, this isn't a Star Trek Picard podcast. This is a Star <laughs> Trek Voyager podcast. And today we are talking about one of the most infuriating episodes of season two, in my opinion, Innocence. Well, no, it can't be that infuriating. There's only like two minutes of Neelix. No, 
But there was like 20 fucking minutes of those damn fucking kids. But oh. Tuvok was with the kids oh. and Tuvok was fucking awesome in this episode. Yes, he was. That was the only redeeming factor. Like IMDb gives it 6.7. I will give it 0.7. <laughs> and 0.7 harsh, is only because man. of Tuvok. No. Oh, those kids were terrible. Like the whole, okay, just, just like a fucking sitcom. No, it didn't really play like a sitcom to me. It, it did to me. It's like, oh, I'm going to run around. I'm going to annoy the Vulcan. Had Tuvok been in like a cardigan sweater, then yes, <laughs> it would have been, been sitcom. Look, okay, it was better in the sense that it wasn't a Tuvok episode that was associated with trying to solve a crime. Well, it kind of was trying to solve a crime at the end there. Mm, no, I don't even get me started on the end. Where'd they go? I will. I have many opinions come the end of this episode, I tell you. Many opinions. You do. Mm-hmm. Many okay. opinions of which I will pepper throughout this podcast. Okay. That sounds like a plan. So you open this episode with like a lovely sort of jungle looking scene, which I mean is clearly fake, but it was still like, <laughs> you know, a nice garden centre or something inside the Paramount Studios with a crashed shuttle inside and Tuvok comes out and he's trying to help a dying crew member. <sighs> Why do we still have so many shuttle crashes? Look, I just think that maybe Janeway needs to do some uh, driving lessons or flying lessons for some people. I guess so. I'm hoping it wasn't Tuvok that was flying the shuttle and it was the dead guy. It's probably the dead guy. Go to Janeway's finishing school for pilots. <laughs> So this, this random dude has a fractured vertebrae and he's laying there dying and he's like, oh, I thought I was lucky, you know, no family, there's no one to miss me, but now I feel kind of sad that I'm dying and Tuvok's like, well, Edson McCormack would miss you a great deal. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious that Tuvok knew who had the hots for who. <laughs> it's, it's probably nobody on, everybody he's on Deck on 11 knows. He's up on his Vulcan gossip. He is up on his Vulcan gossip. And I have something to pick about with Tuvok here because he got the med kit. The dude is dying. He doesn't give him a hypospray of shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Give him a painkiller, man. Tylenol, something. Well, he was dying anyway, so it was the one wasting it. Let the man die in comfort. Yeah, but we don't know this dude's name. So who cares? We know who he's fucking. We don't know his name. And to be honest with you, that's also the story of my life. But anyway. Oh. But do we actually feel any sadness for this dead dude with no name? Nah, no. I don't. No. So then Tuvok hears like this rustle in the trees and it's, it's some little girl comes out. Her name is Tressa, but I'm calling her leader girl for this whole entire episode because I, like I don't Tressa. think she deserves. She doesn't deserve a name, in my opinion. So like. She's scared, but, you know, she can't seem to be able to run away from whatever she's scared of. I don't know. But honestly, the makeup on this alien just looks like somebody went to a circus and got some <laughs> fancy fucking paint, face paint on their glitter head. Paint. And it just looks so bad. It's terrible. It's like glitter unicorn paint. Yeah. It's just yeah. crap. I'm like, oh, this is a very disappointing me already. So then more kids start coming out of the bush with face paint and apparently everyone died in their crash or something and now they're all alone and it's just the kids. So then we realise that, oh, this episode is going to be a Papa Tuvok episode. 
I went with Nanny Tuvok. Okay, Nanny Tuvok. Yeah, Nanny Tuvok. <gasps> but then I was trying to come up with a, a song, kind of like from the Nanny, but I couldn't yeah. get the words. I was like, damn it, if I had a couple more days, I probably could have come up with something. Tuvok is the Nanny. The Nanny. <laughs> <laughs> so... Credits come along at this point after Nanny Tuvok and my notes, I've actually written notes for the credits this time and it goes, la, 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 (laughs) and I just started like (laughs) typing out la, 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 la for the credits because I knew that this was going to be the most exciting part of the episode. I kind of want to Photoshop Tuvok's head on Fran Drescher's body, (laughs) you know, and then Annie opening (laughs) The amount of times we've photoshopped <laughs> Tuvok or Marge Colour on somebody else's body. <laughs> or you have, because I've got no Photoshop skills. <laughs> I guess we know what the artwork for this episode is going to be. Never know. <laughs> so then we get like this captain's log after the credits. Janeway sent out scouting parties for some mineral deposits on moons. Turns out they're still looking for polypharonide, which they've been looking for since Tattoo. So clearly they're not doing a very good job. Or they've used up what they've found, which I guess they're not rationing very well then. No. Do we think that's a problem? Do you reckon that's a decision? Bad rationing yeah. skills? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that the Sky Spirits from Tattoo gave them some polypharonite. And she's probably used it all up. Mm-hmm. Probably given it to some alien species that they've never met and never will uh, meet again. Here, you need this. Take you need it. this more than we do. Damn it. Oh. That's the wrong way. It is. So Chainway and Chakotay, Chainway. Hmm. <laughs> I think that might be either a sex move or <laughs> we'll have some BDSM stuff <laughs> or the pet name. Anyway, Chakotay and Janeway is talking about some rumors of no one ever seeing these people that they're going to be meeting. But Neelix just says that, nah, they're just private. They're not really hostile. And then... Oh no, my! I've made a real bad typo in um, my notes. Yep. But I, I've written, the opening 20 minutes is the most crucial of a fist contact. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, yeah, Jamie's saying that the first 20 minutes are crucial of a first contact. And Chicote is like, I want to know what's going to be happening in these 20 minutes. Wink, <laughs> wink. He's waiting for the fist contact. <laughs> I, I cackled out loud when he said that. And I'm like, oh, and a little facial expressions between Janeway and Jakota here. Like, oh, yeah. that's all it takes. Mm-hmm. So Janeway was talking about how she was envious of her captain when she was a science officer about, like, first contact, etc. And then we get this, like... Why didn't she name drop the captain there? Because it would have been Captain Paris. Was that the... Was, was Paris the Albertani captain? Uh-huh. Oh. And she maybe was the science had, officer then. Yeah, maybe they hadn't written who the captain was on the Albertani. Uh, Jerry Taylor could have told him. Yeah, probably been, probably didn't want to give it too much thought because I wanted to start talking about Chakotay propositioning an ambassador with his hands. I don't see that as a bad thing if I was the ambassador. Oh, hello. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a proper first contact. That'd be a proper fist contact, too. <laughs> So they beam these random aliens on board, and they're the same aliens, obviously, as these children, but... But. And that's a big but. But. <laughs> but. They look like they belong at a funeral. I swear, wearing that netting over their face and their hands had to be annoying as fuck. 
Well, they obviously didn't want to show their faces and their shitty alien makeup that they put on them for this. Movie. And yet they drew they drew the first prelate's eyebrows like way up on her forehead. I'm like, what is that? You can clearly tell that is not the woman's real eyebrow. Maybe that's just the alien eyebrows. Some aliens, Suzanne, have eyebrows five meters from their eyes, you know. None of the other aliens had that. She was the only one with the weird, like, Lucille Ball eyebrow thing going on. Maybe those eyebrows are, you know, leadership eyebrows. So eyebrows for first prelates only, then. Yeah. I mean, mean, I'm sure... I mean, have you heard of John Howard? No, I have not. He was the former Prime Minister of Australia from 1996 to 2007. Later on, Google his eyebrows, and you tell me they're not leadership eyebrows. Their eyebrows are like 12 miles long. They look like caterpillars on his face. Yeah, they're like this. They're like, oof, big That's chunky so eyebrows. That's so weird. Oh, no, trim that shit. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, leadership eyebrows. Again, the most important thing we can talk about on this show. <laughs> What a mighty fine pair of leadership eyebrows you have, sir. You can be the next president. Oh, Lord. Where are we going? I don't know. See, once they've been these people on board, they decide they want to show them around. You know, that fist contact goes really, really well. (laughs) And that's that's a decision right there. What is fist contact? Besides the fist contact, Janeway (laughs) showing off her ship and her technology and yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But isn't that a normal thing to do for, like, a visiting dignitary party? I thought it was just weird. Okay. Especially to take them right into engineering. Look at my giant shiny warp core. (laughs) This giant blue phallic symbol. (laughs) It's lovely, isn't it? (laughs) The glowing phallic objects are a sign of... (laughs) Technological advancement in our society. (laughs) (laughs) They've been around since the late 20th century. (laughs) Oh, you mean a warp core? Oh, sorry. No, 24th century. Uh, So what kind of decision is this then? Uh, I guess a Janeway. You think? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I can get behind that. Why take them to the warp core? First thing. Well, okay. Okay. This this is this is what warrants the decision though. So okay. because I was like, well I bet it must be very boring going to the warp core first. But mm-hmm. Janeway's like takes them to the big technological piece of the ship and where they need the polypharonide or whatever. So then she turns around and is like, So let's immediately segue to your moons <laughs> <laughs> and I want to know all about your moons and your polypharonide. That that's realistically to me, that's the Janeway part of this. She's like okay. gone straight for the I want this. Whereas she could have played it more soft and gone and done the bridge. Let's go to the Aeroponics Bay, show off all the plants, let's go to Sick Bay, and then segue to engineering. Yeah, but no, she's just like straight up, give me my cake. Mm-hmm. You have shit and I want it, so hand it over. That's, to me, the Janeway choice. What do you reckon? That is that is a Janeway, yes. That is the Janeway choice. Yeah. Okay. So the, so the aliens are like, well, I don't understand why you showed us this first. 
And then Jane was like, yeah, but our, our purpose is not for science, it's to gain knowledge. And aliens are like, we think technology is bad. Boo, technology. We've returned ourselves to ourselves and we remain isolated. It's like, yeah, but you're still flying around on fucking spaceships and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm guessing they had an, well, their technology kind of took over. So it was like a Skynet situation. Oh, like the Cylons in Battlestar Galactica, maybe. It could be a combination of Cylon and Terminator. Yes. So yeah. they just cut themselves off that. from everything except, you know, the spaceship. Because you gotta get around. And the moons. The moons. How else would you get the to the moons. moons? The moons. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. I'll agree with that. Meanwhile... Everything is going okay for this episode at the moment. I'm happy and oh no, we go down to the planet and the kids start fucking talking, don't they? (laughs) Kids talk, yes. He starts talking about a temperature inversion in the upper atmosphere causing turbulence. And I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Temperature inversions can do that. And Tuvok is too honest to the kids or something. And uh, we don't shield, shield children from the truth or whatever. No, you should. Yeah. Yeah. The children should know the truth. So then the kids are like, Oh, no, we can't be here at night time. Oh, no, the Barack will get us all. No, we're going to die. I'm a kid. <sighs> Is that when we get the Tuvok finger? Um, <laughs> I don't know. We get the Tuvok finger at some point. Uh, yeah, I love that. I've used that quite a few times. The finger? Oh, God, yeah. I've used the finger for... <laughs> mm. Hey, hey now. I was going to say, I've used the <laughs> finger on my niece and nephew. And then I'm like, <laughs> phrasing, Suzanne. You should call, you should call it your, your child. No, don't call it your the child The Tuvok finger. finger. You call it, just call it the Tuvok finger. The Tuvok. Do the Tuvok. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So up on the ship, they've now taken the the lady, funeral lady, to sickbay. And the EMH jokes about... Right, she's funeral lady. <laughs> and the EMH starts joking about, oh, we don't normally get dignitaries here unless we have an accident. And I'm like, that's actually quite a funny little joke that they made there. He was trying. So I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. The doc was working on that. And Janeway's face is like, no, don't <laughs> talk. <laughs> we don't mention the accidents, okay? <laughs> don't don't mention we have seven a day. Don't mention the Vidians right behind <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming for them. So the image then starts talking about what he can do, and the funeral lady is impressed. And then Jamie's like, maybe you'd be surprised to learn that this EMH is not a real being. And then he starts talking about how physical matter is only an illusion, the body is not your true self, and about, like, a connection to the higher plane, yeah. or whatever. I mean, I think it was a little scene. Enjoyed it. Made sense. Mm-hmm. Mentioned Plato. Better than most of the other part of the episode. And then Kim's like, Funeral lady, there's a call for you on line three. Now paging funeral lady. Funeral lady, please pick up courtesy phone one. So meanwhile, 
Janeway and Chakotay. Was it Janeway and Chakotay? I think it was. And Janeway's like, oh, maybe this is good. Maybe we can open some exchange for the polypharonide. And then the funeral lady comes back. It's like, I've got to go. See ya. While Janeway is like, no. <laughs> and trying to like hold on to her feet pretty much. She's like, don't leave me. I want to learn more about you and your polypharonide. Please tell me all about your minerals. <laughs> I don't care about you. Just show me your minerals, lady. <laughs> what good minerals you have. <laughs> and then Gemma's like, well, if we're not welcome, we'll go. Yeah. But she didn't, did she? Oh, no, of course. It's Janeway. Do you reckon Janeway was a little bit desperate? Oh, she was hella desperate. <laughs> she was... It was like one of those Don't break up with me I love you Kind of scenario It was It was very clingy needy Very unchanged like Mm, Agreed So we go back down on the planet Uh, So they start looking for more kids You know I think his name is Jeremy Or something that they were looking for And Tuvok just thinks they're lost But the kid's like no it's the Maroc that's taken them and then Tuvok starts going, you're allowing your fears to guide you. Focus the object of your fear in your mind. And the image gives you an emotional response. Detach yourself from that response. And, and then a wind will them. blow it away. Whoosh. Whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, Tuvok, why are you trying to fucking teach kids this? Well, every time they showed the cave... I giggled because I'm like, soon, soon, Hogan, soon. (laughs) Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Fucking Hogan. (laughs) It's not long now, not long now to Hogan's (laughs) demise. The kids start like struggling to understand why Tuvok doesn't get scared. And it's like, this is too stupid. Like a three-year-old would not understand this. So it just tells them to basically sit quiet and not touch anything. But yeah, like, obviously the kids don't do that. Mm-hmm. And they've come across I don't know, some kind of laser scalpel or blowtorch thing. I don't know. Yeah. Totally a thing for kids to play with. Just point it away from yourselves. You'll be okay. So then Tubok picks them up and literally manhandles them into a position. He's like, you sit here, child. Like they're going to stay there. Please. Mm-hmm. So then Boy Kid st- sits there and starts staring at Tuvok's ears, and I'm like, Ugh. Kids do weird shit like that, though. I know, but uh, just this isn't what I want to see on television. So then Tuvok starts trying to do some sort of meditation technique. And this is where I'm like, I think I might join in to try and get myself out of this episode. The finger thing. (laughs) A dual Tuvok finger. (laughs) It looks like a pretend gun. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. (laughs) I will shoot all your illogical with nature. Pew, pew, pew. (laughs) Tuvok, do you have any children? Why, what yes. are they like? They are Vulcan. What are they like? They're well behaved. Well behaved. I feel, and, and that was kind of nice how like Tuvok tried to explain the concept of how he loves his children. 
mm-hmm. because obviously love is an emotion. So I thought that was that was kind of cool. That was a good little scene that he did there because it's you can't show love on Vulcan, I guess. But he is incomplete without them. And I like the little girl saying, "I know they miss you too." Oh yeah, yeah. So Aww. girl kid did do a good job. So yeah. just to preface this, we've got leader kid, girl kid, and boy kid. <laughs> okay. So then boy kid goes, Tuvok, I have to scratch my nose. Fuck off, honestly. Just get <laughs> the fuck off my television. Just fucking scratch it. You don't need to tell people. Oh, oh I'm sorry. No. No. I am told, I have to pee. Mama, I have to go poop. Mama, I pooped. From across the house, it's being yelled. I'm like, oh, God, I really don't care. It's like, just wipe your ass and move on, mate. You don't need to tell people. <laughs> I know, that's like the other day my nephew was like, well, this is when I was in Cairns. My nephew was like, trying to jump in the pool but like trying to run and then came back and was just holding himself because he could just tell that he needed to go to the mm-hmm. toilet and i shouted down to the pool i'm like toby do you need to go to the toilet he's like no and then a minute later i need to go to the toilet i can't <laughs> hold it and i'm like well go then he's like i can't hold it and he's just like jumping up and down and i'm like oh so then i like open the gate and walk down the stairs very slowly i can't hold it and i'm like well you should have thought about that earlier shouldn't you He's like, I can't, it hurts. And I'm like, <laughs> lesson learned, mate. I was walking down the stairs. No, so it's not lesson learned because it, it's going to happen 50 more times. Yeah, but it won't happen to me because I'm the uncle. <laughs> so I don't have to deal with it all the time. Oh, Lord. <laughs> back on the ship, on Voyager, people are back. And by people, it's literally just banana. Banana? Banana, banana. and Neelix. <laughs> Banana. Oh no. So we've had Chelix, now we've got banana because that's the that's what comes out of a replicator. Uh, but is it a hot banana? Steamed bananas. Yeah, steamed bananas. Mm, lovely. We finally get a name for the dead dude though. His name was Bennett. Is that his first name or his that's, last that's name? That's nice. Or is he like Madonna and that's just his name? <laughs> no, I think his first name is Bennett and his last name is Bennett. So Bennett Bennett. His parents hated him. <laughs> Bennett Bennett. <laughs> it's just like there's someone at work called Steven Stevanovich and I'm like, oh, this is embarrassing. Oh wow. And Michael yeah. Michaels. That's just wrong. Very wrong. So Balana storms in and is like, it's a shame we're not going and getting this because there's a big, long three-kilometer vein of polypharonide. And Janeway's like, we can't take it. So Janeway sets course to follow the Since iron trail for... when? I know. I mean, it is a right way that they can't take it. That's a choice. That, that, is, that is the right way. But normally she would have, like, sent someone over to distract them. Well, somebody else is like, we're just going to take a little bit. Nobody will know. <laughs> So Janeway sets course to follow an iron trail for Tuvok and they're trying to like hail the funeral ship but then they don't get an answer and all of a sudden Morticia Adams pops on the screen and is like, this is a desecration! Oh, here we go. I did feel bad about Bolana being stuck with Neelix on a shuttlecraft. Yeah, that's a a strange pairing. I reckon they only got paired together for 
giving Neelix lines purposes. I, I would have liked to have seen that shuttlecraft because you know she's just seething and smacking him down the whole time. Just like, oh, shut up, Neelix. Neelix with the kids would have been better as well. No, we get plenty of that later. Oh my yeah, god, we get so much of that. Yeah, but it's still better. Neelix was better with. Why? Because he looks like a weird, this. like a weird teddy bear. Yeah, but if the kids were pulling on his whiskers, it, well, actually, no, he's not a teddy bear. He's a fucking naked mole rat. But <laughs> I think I sent you. Oh no, don't! Nothing was cursed. Oh, now I'm gonna have to tweet that. Where did you find that? I don't even remember. Oh, it was. I think it was Instagram. I'm gonna have to fucking tweet that now. So Jamie's got no idea what's going on. Like, why is this a desecration? So they want to beam the alive person back, obviously, because but they can't because of the turbulence of the thermal inversion in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And Janeway won't send another shuttle, she says. It will make it worse. So I'm like, well, yeah, well done. It will make it worse. But, yes. This is the second time that somebody from Voyager goes walking on through dead people. I was going to say. Mm-hmm. What's with Voyager desecrating grave sites? <laughs> I don't know. This is awful. It's just... Maybe they're like, oh, do you know what we haven't done in a while? Desecrated a good grave. <laughs> I mean, how often do they do that? I think they'd probably do it again before the end I of... I think so. I'm trying to think. I'm fairly sure they do. Sacred ground? Pretty sure. Isn't that like a whole way of trying to like stop dead people? Or some ritual? I don't mm. know. Whatever mm. it is. It's just a standard thing. Jane May likes to destroy graves. It's her thing. <laughs> Everybody's got a thing. That's hers. Round up your dead. Give him to Janeway. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> so back down on the planet, Boy Kid is scared about the Maroc in the cave, and Tuvok says he's keeping an eye out, but all three of the kids can't sleep. They want more wood on the fire, they have their hair brushed. Okay, Tuvok said he's keeping an eye out and he's watching over everything. How did all three kids sneak up on him at once? That's a very good point. So he just lied to those brats. He is terrible at keeping watch. If, you know, he's working on something and looks up and, eh, they're all there. Mm. I think um, he just didn't give a shit. He just wanted them to move on. And now if I look like I don't believe your stupid stories. Nobody's disappearing. Damn it. (laughs) So if my children had trouble sleeping, I'd play music, but he doesn't have his loot. (laughs) I wish he had his loot. I mean, deep down, yes. But also, deep down, I kind of want to just punch these kids to sleep because they're just so damn fucking annoying. Okay, there was a replicator on the shuttle. So he could have replicated a loot? Yeah, he could have replicated a loot and sang a proper song, because, damn it, I wanted to hear that. Because Tim Russ has a good voice. It would have been illogical to waste rations. And also, if there was a replicator on the ship, they wouldn't have been able to have to have used rations. That's true. So I don't think the replicator was working. (sighs) Why doesn't he travel with his loot like Harry does with his clarinet? I think it's easier for Harry to shove a clarinet up his ass than it would be for a loot to be shoved up two locks. <laughs> that would be a bit uncomfortable. 
I mean, round, anything for... with the round part. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. We don't know what the anal cavity of a Vulcan is like. <laughs> <laughs> Would you start with the round part or start with the slender part? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I've ever thought about shoving or how best to shove a loot up someone's ass. <laughs> I don't think. I'm shocked. <laughs> shocked, I tell you. <laughs> Harps, maybe, not loots. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we talking about musical instruments going up asses? <laughs> you started it. <laughs> and I'm not even drinking. <sighs> so Tuvok starts talking about a story, which is interesting. And I, I, I started to enjoy this because Tuvok's mm-hmm. voice sounded like very therapeutic. And I'm like, I could fall asleep to Tuvok's voice. Oh, yeah. But no, then he started to sing. And yes, we know Tuvok or Tim Russ can sing. Mm-hmm. But I also thought there was too much vibrato and he sounded like a bleating sheep. I really enjoyed it. I did not. <sighs> oh, well. You can't please everybody. I think this comes from my overwhelmingly negative opinion of this episode. It has to. Yes. So, in the morning, after the kids are asleep, leader kid wakes up, but boy kid and girl kid are gone. What a oh shame. No! The Maroc got them. The Maroc got them. Why weren't you watching Tuvok? <laughs> exactly. So, um, up on the ship. So, Balana has found out that there are more ships on the surface there's obviously voyager shuttle void can't talk voyager shuttle <laughs> and the other is one of the funeral people ships mm-hmm. so jamie's like i want solutions cool yeah sure yeah, you want solutions sure, yeah. don't we all solutions honey don't we good. all you also want polyferronite don't you <laughs> <laughs> find me a way a solution that gets two buck and polyferronite mm. <laughs> Down on the planet, Tuvok doesn't think it was anything, but the kid's like, it's the Maroc, and gives the leader kid a phaser. It's like, oh, and then shuts the kid inside the shuttle. Uh, well, yeah, just precautionary. Although she was, kind of, she was being very careless with that phaser. Mm-hmm. Like up well, against her face, up against her, yeah. So Tuvok goes into the cave because he's like, oh, something's weird. And he sees boy kid and girl kid's clothes as well as some other clothes sort of laid out on the floor. Creepy. Where do all these clothes go? Because if this is the cave they go to to die, where do all the clothes go? Does somebody come in like the janitor and pick them up? I think the people that accompany them go in and remove the clothing. Oh, okay. That makes sense because there's meant to be attendance to them, isn't there? Yeah. But theirs yeah, are dead, right. so... Okay, well, then yes, I was right. They're janitors <laughs> as well. Yes. <laughs> so Tuvok comes back to the leader kid and tells leader kid that boy kid and girl kid are dead and doesn't sugarcoat it. And she's like, I'm scared, Tuvok. I am here. I shall protect you. I'm going to start singing like a sheep. <laughs> I thought you loved me. <laughs> Far am you. Far am you. 
to your fleece. Oh, shit. I used to know this. To your fleece, to your something, to your tribe be true. Damn it. I don't know. I don't know all of that. But now you've got bed dobs and broomsticks stuck in my head. Thraguna Amacoides, Dracorum Sadisti. Thraguna Amacoides, Dracorum Sadisti. I love that movie so much. Bedknobs and Broomsticks is one of my favourite movies. As a oh, kid. Angela Lansbury is amazing. Did you know that she is a relative of another former Australian Prime Minister? What? <laughs> yeah, Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull was somehow, I think, like, she's a great aunt or something of wow. Malcolm Turnbull. Yes, fun fact. I read that in an autobiography. It might have been a biography. I think it was the latter. So it's probably not true. <laughs> Just going to make this shit up. <laughs> Why not? Uh, so on the ship, Kim can't tell what's happening. Of course. Of course. It's Harry Kim. <laughs> but luckily, lo and behold, there's a break in the turbulence. How convenient. Just at the time uh, Tuvok was calling. Yes. So Tuvok says to Janeway that they're trying to kill the kids. There's only one left. <laughs> <laughs> trying to kill kids. And so Janeway hails the funeral lady, and the funeral lady is like, You have been intrusive enough. <laughs> so, well, Get the has. fuck out of here. And Janeway's like, Well, I guess I'm going to just take a shuttle without your permission. Because that's what I do. <laughs> that is a Janeway. Total. Total Janeway. Yep. She's going to take her best pilot with her, too. Yep, going to take her best pilot down and herself. Of course. And she, Any hope of a diplomatic solution, I must be there. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, Chakotay. <laughs> You're useless. Go to your room. I'll be there when I get back. <laughs> be wearing nothing. I'll show you 20 minutes of fist contact. <laughs> 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 so taking Tom is the best shuttle pilot yeah. and going down there herself. I'm gonna do a half half here, I think. I think this is a half half right way, half Jane way. Half right way for taking Tom. Mm-hmm. Half Jane way for taking herself. <laughs> <laughs> and then a total Jane way for skipping the pre flight sequence. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think we can skip this. Screw that. (laughs) Just fly the damn thing. Have you got enough fuel? I don't care. No (laughs) pre-flight. We'll be fine. Gots to get Matuvak. But but what if Ensign Fuel Boy hasn't filled up the tank yet? That's definitely a Janeway. Oh, yeah. And why does Voyager have two different types of shuttles? Well, I think that's because... When they left space dock, Janeway was like, I'm going to crash a lot of shuttles to give me all the space supply. (laughs) Because the one that Tuvok crashed, or Bennett crashed, was very TNG style. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was. Whereas the one that she was on with Tom was very Delta Flyer looking, but not Delta Flyer. Yeah, it was actually. One was a bit more aerodynamic. and One One looked, it looked more like it went with Voyager. Yes. Yeah, one looked like a coach, one mm-hmm. looked like a, a plane. Yeah. 
But I, that's what I, that's gonna that's how I'm gonna retcon that. That's just Janeway saying, "Load them up, boys. I'm gonna destroy them." <laughs> she was only supposed to be gone for what three weeks, three hours, something like that. <laughs> well, that's what they said in their commands, but they're like, "It's Catherine." It's a Gilligan's Island situation coming up. <laughs> um, so in the shuttle, they like take off, but then the funeral people send a hearse after them. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like in Phantasm. <laughs> the tall man is in that shuttle. <laughs> uh, so. Oh, we have to go back to the planet now, apparently. So on the planet, Tuvok plans to escape, but seems to struggle. Meanwhile, the flying hearse is catching up on Tom and Janeway. Tuvok tells leader kid to move away from the console and some sparks happen, and wee off they go. They manage to take off. And then Tuvok starts talking to a child who literally is stupid that you can ask for asylum on our ship. Yep, sure, why not? It's like, yeah, okay, Tuvok, whatever. I need to pick my nose now. Fucking, ugh, I hate this episode. So Funeral Lady then kills the leader kid and says that you're confused and then starts firing on the shuttle. <laughs> because I'm going to kill you one way or another. <laughs> so I guess you're going to die. You're going to die. I don't care how now. Die, kid, Die. Okay, yeah, this ends up with like a very, very quick ending to this episode, really. We go mm-hmm. back to the surface because Tuvok, you know, can't manage his shuttle anymore. The funeral lady meets with Kid and Tuvok, and Janeway and Tom also turn up, and Janeway's like, I regret that it's come to this. Hands on hips, she means business. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, I forgot. We diagnosed those the business hips. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that interaction there, like, that's, I feel like that's quite sassy. That was very confrontational, yes. Mm. So, decision? Janeway. Why? (laughs) Because she storms in on a planet that is not hers, or a moon that is not hers, (laughs) and demands that she get her way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, when he put it that way, it's a Jane. I have landed here. You will listen to me. <laughs> me and my business hips. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't talk to me with my hands on these hips. The deal is sealed. And Tom's just standing there like, what? Why are we here? So, the funeral lady then says, You just don't understand the harm you're doing. And this is my whole entire fucking problem with this episode. Mm-hmm. Fucking tell them what yes. the moon's all about. Then they'll be like, Oh, I am very, very oh, sorry. My bad. I didn't mean to go traipsing through your dead people. Mm hmm. He's like, Whoopsie doodles. I won't do it again. <laughs> well, I won't do it again if you give me polyvarinite. Oh, yes. yes <laughs> if you don't give it to me, I'm doing it again. I I have a point that I'll make when we get to the end of this episode about that. Mm-hmm. So Funeral Lady then says, she's not a kid. She is 96 years old. So apparently Poor the aging Buck, process like, is backwards. 
It's like, you're Damn. older than me. Damn Benjamin Button people. That's pretty much what it is. Benjamin yeah. Button people. Yeah. Except they get, like, Alzheimer's when they get to the... Well, this is a sort of a way of talking about Alzheimer's, maybe, in that people revert to, like, a kid state. I don't know. And are forgetful because she totally forgot why she was there. Yeah, and then all of a sudden she just realises, oh, yeah, that's right, I'm 96. It's my time to die. You remind me of my grandson. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, cool. Now you remember things? You wouldn't think to say that you reminded me of my grandson wouldn't have tweaked something in your head that you're actually 96 and not a kid? No. So, apparently it's a sacred private time. Janeway apologises. Funeral lady apologises. And Tuvok is left with the leader kid and off they trot into a cave. The end. I I think it was very sweet that she wanted Tuvok to accompany her. Well, yes. That was a positive thing to the episode i'll give you that yes now <laughs> Uh-oh. my biggest problem with this episode and i've already mentioned it is mm-hmm. this whole episode this whole scenario wouldn't have existed if funeral lady just said this is what's happening on this mm-hmm. moon or janeway said why is this moon so important to you what is a crusader mm-hmm. it just doesn't make any sense like this whole episode could have just been avoided but they're very private people. Yes, but... And that's said if, multiple times through the episode. They're very private people. Yeah, they don't, like, but, share information with others. I know you're very private people, but I've somehow we've managed to get someone stuck on your sacred moon. Yes, please explain... I've lost my Tuvok. I need to find him. Yeah, please explain why you're killing kids. Oh, no, we're not killing kids. This is an end-of-life process for our people. Oh, okay. We're really sorry to tread on your grave. So, I think Had they done that, it would have been a 10-minute-long episode. Yeah, well, it probably should have deserved to have been a 10-minute-long episode. No! Yeah! Stop Stop taking away my Tuvok backstory with his children. Well, you can keep that if you want. In 10 minutes. Ugh. Still, it was a Tuvok episode that didn't directly deal with an investigation on the ship. Well, that's a positive. That could have been done in ten minutes too. Now I need to I need to mark a decision for this about Janeway not trying to investigate and going straight into thinking she kills kids. Like, is it wrong way? Like the wrong way to deal with the scenario? I think no. It might she be took Tuvok's. She took Tuvok's word. Yeah, but... Tuvok is her oldest friend. But is that the wrong way, though, to do things? Because you're causing a diplomatic incident. She already did that. By sending people out on these moons that aren't hers, and she knows they belong to someone else. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. She didn't contact the proper authorities to say, hey, we're going to just poke around these moons. Is that okay? Can we do that? This, again, proves my point that it's a wrong way. It's a Janeway. No, I think it's a wrong way. I think this is beyond Janeway. I think this is... I think this No, is because wrong. it's Janeway because she thinks she can do whatever the fuck she wants. Wherever she wants, whenever she wants. Can we settle on half points then? Yes. Okay, we'll settle on half points. All right. Half points it is. Well, and that's the end of the episode, Suzanne. I know you're thrilled. Oh, I'm so fucking happy about it. <laughs> 
just in time for another awful episode that I don't like. The Thor. I love the Thor. Michael McKean. <clears throat> it's also pronounced Thor, not Thar. Do not make fun of my non-accent. You got? You have an accent. So do I. But it's it's a, a, an amalgamation of many different accents. Is it weird talking to me with my accent, or you don't really hear it anymore? I don't hear it anymore. At first, you I, all I could think about was, oh shit, that movie that I loved but creeped me out for the longest time, and I couldn't listen to an Australian accent. Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, the one about the 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 killer dude. Oh shit. Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek. Yes, I fucking loved that movie, but I could not listen to an Australian accent for like six months because I was like... <gasps> I mean, yeah. you can go to Wolf Creek if you wanted to. I think I would. Hmm. I actually don't know where Wolf Creek is. Where is Wolf Creek? Somewhere in Australia. Yeah, no, where is it? I actually don't know. <laughs> Let's have a look. Wolf Creek. I bet it's in like the Northern Territory. I don't know, but that, that guy killed a bunch of backpackers. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Where is Wolf Creek? Uh, let's have a look. Is it actually... It's based on a true story, isn't it? Real yes. Life Matters of Ivan Milat. That's right. And then they made a second one. That one wasn't as good. Yeah. Oh, it's Ivan in Broom. Oh, Broom! Wolf Creek National Park. Oh, it's in... Yeah, it's in W... Is it in WA? Where is Wolf Creek? Why, this should be easier to Google. <laughs> Wolf Creek. Oh, it's near, it's near Halls Creek. Well, that makes sense. The they stick cr- the creeks also, together. It's also a crater. Oh, yes, well, fancy that. it is a crater. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, there we go. I might have to find that on the satellite imagery when I'm next at work. Cool. Also, I do I do airport forecasts for Halls Creek, near Wolf oh. Creek, but it's very expensive to fly there, so you'd have to drive there, really. Why is it so it expensive also, to fly there? Well, because it's very expensive because, like, you can only fly to, like, Kananara, Argyle, and Halls Creek, and it costs, like, $2,000 to get a flight because you've got to fly via, like, Darwin, I think, or Perth, oh, and then there's not many flights to Kananara, Argyle, mm. etc. Um, so it would probably be cheaper to fly to Broome and then drive inland, but then it's basically just driving the same way that the people drove, the backpackers mm. did. So, I mean, why not? Could do that. Yeah. Could, could die. Why not? Might, might be fish well, No, because that guy isn't out there anymore. Ivan Milat? No, he's not. But there's plenty of other serial killers. Oh, yeah. We have tons. Yeah, Would you like so. some? We'll send them your way. Oh, look. I mean, sure. I mean, I'm sh- if you want to hear about some uh, good killings, look at the Snowtown murders. Mm. You've heard of the Snowtown murders? The bodies in no. the barrels? No. Oh, no. There was somebody that was, like, going around killing sinners, and they would chop them yeah. up and put them in barrels of acid in a bank. And say you don't need to do acid, just throw some lye in there. Some what? Lye. What's lye? It's uh, it's a. Uh... Damn it. Let me look it up. 
Lie. You got a lot to edit out now. Lie is uh, 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 uh it's used in washing and soap making. Okay. It's lye is a metal hydroxide traditionally obtained by leaching wood ashes. Oh, or strong okay. alkali. Okay. Anyway, thank you for tuning in to us. We really appreciate all of you who listen to us talk about Voyager. We'd also love it if you subscribed, gave us all the stars, leave us a review, you know, the stuff. Yeah, moving on. Suzanne, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at KJNY8 or at Sass. You can also find me doing a <gasps> podcast called Boldly Go, a Strange New Worlds podcast with my friend Brandy Jacqueline. If you aren't listening, why the fuck not? Yeah, I really should listen to that. We have two episodes out already, dude. We're going to record a third one tomorrow night. I've been going nowhere. So you can, like, while you're sitting there? No, I can't listen to podcasts when I'm not doing something. You could be cooking. I could be. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. Mm, Maybe I will. So listen. And where can we find you online, Liam? You can find me at LS74656 on Twitter and doing a podcast. Yes, Suzanne is something you didn't know. Called <gasps> The Jane Way with Suzanne Williams. <laughs> Yay! I love that podcast. Those people are amazing, let they me have, tell you. Yeah, I know, right? They're, they're fucking great. They, they, they talk about all the things that are important to me, like nipples and... And blue phallic engine things. <laughs> Yep. And how to shove a loot up your ass. <laughs> we still didn't decide if it's slender or round. I think you have to first. do the slender bit first. I think you should do the round first just to shove it up in there and then the slender just slides in after. Yeah, but mm, yeah, okay. You, but you know like when you put a key in a lock and the slender bit goes in first and the other... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just remember to follow us on twitter at the jane underscore way you can find us on facebook too at the jane way pod until next time remember keep doing things not the right way not the wrong way but the jane way hello this is post edit liam coming to you from beyond the grave because suzanne has killed me and we forgot to tell you the results of the actual premise of our own show whether it was a right way, a wrong way, or a Jane way. So here I am to tell you that there was one and a half right ways, one and a half wrong ways, and five Jane ways for this particular episode. What does that tell you? It is a Jane way. Insert Suzanne's very shocked reaction voice here. Beep! I hope that was a shocked reaction voice. Ha 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 ha! Post edit Liam, over and out. Time's up. <laughs>